mate, such is the brilliance of General, and we'll just talk about him for another few moments, probably the whole podcast. Who knows what we're going to talk about? It ain't going to be the longest pod, but it's going to be bloody emotional. Uh, this is how brilliant he is. Most coaches saw Sam Doherty in and said, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll put him on field. General said, I'm not, I'm not risking it, mate. The man's had scans during the week. I'm playing bloody Trent Rivers, who's, who's averaged 64 for the year, and he comes out and pumps out a 107. General is great. My God, he is using that captaincy loophole to, uh, that emergency loophole rather, to great effect. Also the captaincy loophole with big Max Gorn pumping out 150 on the weekend. My oh my, you scroll through his team and God, it's beautiful viewing. God, oh, it's beautiful. It's immaculate viewing. It's immaculate viewing. He's an immaculate man and, and he's still got some tricks to play. Look, we're not going to give away any of the secret insights that he's given us but gee whiz he's got some plans in the work i'm sure oh boy does he but also patch if if he doesn't do it that's okay too that is we'll still love him okay we will still expect him to shout us a round of drinks when it's legal to go to the pub again but regardless of the outcome he owes us a beer i think i think that's fair I think that is fair. We probably owe him lots of drinks, but hey. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely be the ones buying more of the beers, but he will give us at least one. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And yeah, you know, even if he somehow drops off the face of the earth, we're still proud of you, General. We are so bloody proud of you, regardless of how it goes this weekend, you beautiful human being. All right. Well, Patch, we'll talk more about General as we move on, but... We still got a round of football of super coach left to talk about. And we're going to talk about it like we would any other week. We're going to assume people have a trade or two to use. And we're going to go over some of the options. Uh, trades. Oh, trades. I remember those things. I remember them. Well, yeah, the general's not the only one with, with big stakes in the line because it's grand final week in your leagues. It's your last chance to push up the ranking into a semi-respectable number. It's, it's a big week. Um, and for those people that have trades, how? And also let's use them to great effect over the idiots that don't have them left because what idiot would use all of their trades before the final round? <laughs> <laughs> do as we say, <laughs> not as we do. Uh, right here, Sam Doherty, you've mentioned him already. General was brilliant in keeping him off field. Um, say say you've got him, you've, you've got a trade left. What do you look at doing with Doherty? Well, there's a couple of answers, Patch. There's a couple of obvious answers that are a little dull, a little boring for my personal taste. Mm, Tommy Barras is the man oh, on geez. my lips. We're not even going to uh, run through the boring options. You're no, bam, you can do that if you want. I'm just telling the you the man that I want in my team. There you go. And it is Tommy Barras. And it's funny. I actually did trading him in last week before the round started. I reversed trades at the last minute when Canelio and Doherty and Martin and everyone was getting announced out. I did reverse the trades. I did bring in Josh Kelly. Very happy with that. But Tom Barras, I was merely padding there. I wasn't bragging. I was just padding to get his stats up. <laughs> no, uh, sure you were. Sure you were. Like <laughs> You would never have bravado to brag about such a move that you didn't pull off. 144 <laughs> on the weekend, 122 from his last three. I'm going to beat you to the stats anyway and smack you right back down. Is he going to do it again? He's 470K. If you've got the money, maybe he's in 0.6% of teams, but why Tom Barras? What, what, saw, what did you see 
I actually wrote about this in the uh, the Brains Trust on the Herald Sun this week. I talked about him, as you said, averaging 122 over the last three. Look, he's been huge for West Coast. Um, they use him. He takes relieving marks, contested marks. He he can push up onto the wings a bit to take those grabs. He, he I've seen him taking kickouts, which is great. Look, it's the set of hands and the, the accurate kicks that he uses. He's a great outlet, and they play a kick-mark game, and he's a beneficiary of that. Um, look, he's had a few stinkers through the year, but who hasn't? For the most part, though, he's had a really solid back half to this year. And in the last, what's that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks, he's had a 51 and a 70, but everything else has been bloody good. And... You know, they had Schofield in the team last week and it didn't impact him. So I say, load up, baby, load up. He's got North. They're not going to hit a target. He's going to take every bloody mark. Load up. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Um, Jack Crisp is the one on my radar for the the zany little pod. I know he's in more than 10% of teams, nowhere near the, the low figures that you've got in Barass. But Crisp has done well the last few weeks 125 134 138 he's just been in in good form he's just been good and not in a huge number of teams look through your grand final opponent matchup if they don't have crisp you could do far worse than trying to jump up from doherty to crisp at five hundred thirty-four thousand dollar dollars yeah, the frustrating thing is we really we really talked him up pre-season, but he's burned us for two years in a row, and this is the one that he gone bang. So uh, averaging 100 for the year, I think that's a great selection patch. I think that really is. Um, Caleb Daniel, the other one, a little less interesting. He's in 13% of teams, but guess what? It's Caleb Daniel, averaged over 100 for the year, a five-round average of 103, and pumped out a 120 on the weekend. He's just... Ailey Williams was stealing some of his points a little bit there, but they seem to have worked it out, and he's just he's just an absolute jet this year. What a man. What an absolute man. Best field Patch. kick in the competition. Oh, he's very good. He's a very good field kick. Maybe Levi Casbolt slightly better. Well, that's, we're going to Levi already, are we? Is that where that where we're heading? Uh, no, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll move on. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Daniel Rich. I'm not going to talk about him. I'm just going to say his name and the fact that since I suggested him, I don't think he scored lower than a 90. That's all I'm saying. Can't argue with that logic. Cannot argue with that logic. Luke McDonald is still cheap for someone that's averaging 112 in his last five games. And Stephen May is again doing it. Essendon this week, we know Essendon can't hit a target inside forward 50. Stephen May will take 15 intercept marks, scored 122 on the weekend. Could maybe double that this week. I don't know. There are a lot of options down back, um, but I think, yeah, without too much of a doubt, you need to trade Doherty out of your side. Potentially to his teammate, Jacob Weeding, if you want to make a little bit of cash as a bit of a YOLO move, five-round average of 90, and he's only 415K. So if you needed a little boost, or you know what? Speaking of YOLO moves. Cade Simpson, mate. I was about to say. I was about to say. He he deserves it. Three-round average of 93 Five-round average of 87. He's under 400K. He body deserves it. He's going to don the sleeves one last time. Community, you pick him. You trade him in. He's going to be a fucking jet this week. One last ride, as you've been saying for the last three years. This is truly the last ride for Kate Simpson. And, 
hey, no Doherty, he he could be playing in Doherty's role. He could be lap, lapping those points up. Lapping points up is not a thing people do, but I'm excited. I'm excited by the potential against Brisbane for Kate Simpson to turn up in his final game while wearing sleeves. <sighs> I Man, know, it's if, tough. If Bryce Gibbs can have 27 in his last game or whatever he had, then Cade Simpson's going to have 40. That's the power of sleeves. It is the power of sleeves. He's, he's a jet. I think just a blanket thing we should say as well, I don't think we're going to be suggesting rookies, are we? Like if they're playing, trade them in uh, if I, you needed yeah, cash. But sure. You know, if they're playing, their prize is ruined for next year. So, <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah, well, speaking of YOLO moves, Lake Dog, um, you mentioned one uh, in the uh, Brains Trust article on the Herald Sun website. Not only did you suggest potentially bringing this man in, but you also suggested you could captain him if Gary Avlicina is back against Sydney, Lake Dog. He's the GOAT, baby. He's the GOAT. It's his last regular season fantasy game. It's his last fantasy game for us, unless by some miracle he plays on next year, but I doubt that's going to happen. But guess what, Patch? Guess fucking what? I used the F word. He used the F word. He would be most disappointed. Speaking of, actually, before we talk about Gary Abbott, I've actually got a message just come through from him. Hey, hang what? on. Let's, uh, let's see what he has to say. What? Uh, yes, the significance of the community's own Mr. General Saunas cannot be understated. Just as the branches of the sacred Hokura tree in Akusu, Japan, provoke great inspiration, may your win, General Saunas be our win okushi no kami ni asutu solo i greet the god within you go well my friend go exceedingly well what a man what a man what a majestic human jeez this podcast is 10 percent, 10 70% smarter just from that message coming in for the great great general uh Gary Ablett, Patch. Gary Ablett. Speak to me. Speak to me, Lake Dog. Sydney is a special side for the great man himself. Look, he uh, he, uh, he speaks for himself. His history speaks for itself. He's the GOAT. He plays against Sydney. He's going to come out. He knows fantasy coaches are going to be watching him. He averages 125 a game against Sydney, and he once scored 254 against them. 254 points. In one, one game. One in game. one game. And there was another guy called Luke Ablett. I think it was Luke Ablett in that game. He scored like 12. So tell me what happened. He is an amazing human being. And I'll tell you what, if he's playing this weekend, you bring him in your forward line, you put the captaincy on him, and you bloody thank me at the other end. Just just do it. Just do it. Has showed he's still got the potential to score this year. Scored 130 in round two, 97 against Brisbane in round six. Even if they plonk him in the goal square against Sydney, he could kick six. If they let, let him up through burst in the midfield, he could still kick six and then have 30 touches to go with it. He could score 254 points. What have you got to lose? It would be, um, It would be the ultimate power move in your league to bring in Gary Ablett. <laughs> Why do you mention that? Patch? Oh, no reason. No reason. Not like I've done it in a in a keeper league that we're playing off against each other in this very weekend. Um, Gary Abbott will be lining up for the potatoes. Irrelevant. Um, 
it would be it, if you if you want to do as I do for once, not do as I say, bring him in, bring in that flex. Just just show your opponents you mean business. You're not mucking around. All right, let's look at some other forward line options. Let's assume you don't have cash. Liam Ryan, we talked about him last week. Pumped out another 119. He's still cheap, 422K. Blake Akers, 440K, averaging 120 over his last three. Devin Smith is averaging 100 over his last three, over his last five. Do not mention that cursed name. I just, it makes me so angry because I'm going to look at him next year. (laughs) I'm going to look at him. Oh, you're not, are you? You're not going to do it to yourself. Oh, Hatch, do you have any any sage advice for the forward line? Preferably a cheapy. I know a lot of people have traded in Jack Buckley, but I think I read today that he's had delayed concussion symptoms, so unsure if he'll actually play, which makes life hard. Mm, not ideal. Not ideal in the slightest. If you don't have the big O, 418,000, scored 104 on the weekend, will go up against De Koenig and Levi uh, in the ruck this week. And speaking of Levi Casbolt, speaking of Levi. The great um, Levi Casbolt. The great Levi Casbolt, famed uh, F6 finishing selection in his supercoach size. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, bought, I bought Levi Casbolt in my team this week. <laughs> I, I, I bought Levi, <laughs> Levi Casbolt. <laughs> Into my, it's twenty. Oh my it's twenty twenty, and everything has gone wrong. I had no cash left. I had one trade, like the the. I can't even remember who the forward was that had been dropped or whatever. <laughs> I I had two hundred and eighty nine k to bring in a forward, and my options were Levi, James Stewart, Stephen. They Motlop. scored the same, by the way. They did score the same. Stephen Motlop, who scored Stuffle, and like Josh Corbett. They were my options to bring in this week. And Levi got the nod, baby. He, he, uh, well, if anything, I bought Charlie up, Cameron and he scored less than Levi Casbolt. There you go. If that makes you feel better. It does. It does indeed make me feel better. Um, I would have hoped Levi could have kicked 160, uh, kicked, scored 160, kicked 16 against the Crows, but uh, Carlton had um, the misfortune to lose on the weekend to Carl, uh, to, to Adelaide, which uh, yeah, didn't see that coming. Mm, every Carlton supporter did. I mean, you did call it about six weeks ago. You just expected it to be their first win, not their third. Yes, I did. But I did know that they would win. <laughs> it's, it's science. It is science. Um, so Levi, don't trade him in for the love of God, but... Oh, he yeah. likes it. He likes playing the lines. I'm just put that out there. He likes playing the lines. Don't talk anyone else into this madness. Don't do it. No one else is going to do that. No, don't even put the idea in their heads. Even if you've got two hundred eighty-eight thousand one hundred dollars, trade in anyone else other than Levi, please. Oh, let's talk midfield patch. Oh, somewhere where there's points. Thank God. Somewhere. Where Tim Kelly. Yeah, good at football. He's cheap. I'm kind of look. Obviously, patch. Everyone should buy the best player they possibly can, right? Yeah, and if they're a pod, even better. But we're going to look at players that are affordable because we suspect some people are going to have issues to fix without a lot of cash to do so. Yes, I think that's a safe assumption um, based on no anecdotal evidence between the two of us and our sides. Yes. Tim Kelly, 460k, 180 on the weekend. He's going to do it again against against North. He's going to do it again. He should be a trade-in target. 
Yep. You should be a VC target. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, looking around the 500K mark, a little bit more expensive. Took Miller has Hawthorne on the weekend, 122. I was big on him earlier in the year. Didn't jump on board and probably was justified in not doing that. Average 106 for the year. 509K Hawthorne this weekend. He could go big. He could score 130, could score 140. Luke Parker, about the same price point, 136 on the weekend. Got his mojo back. And uh, Hugh McCluggage is the other one with Carlton to come. Loves beating up on the smaller sides. And if he can kick between the big sticks, could score a big old score. Yeah, JPK, another one. And that's this price bracket, 127 on the weekend. Averages 100 against Geelong. He's a he's a man to look at. If you wanted to bring in a huge gun, and we actually got a message on the Facebook page. I'm actually going to bring up who sent the message uh, when I you know, can. Feel free to fill for me while I uh, struggle with this. <laughs> Awful. Hugh messaged us on the Facebook page. He, he said, if there's someone you want to bring in this week, and captain... Marcus Bont and Pelly, and and I agree. Marcus Bont, Bont has Mwah. had since Mwah. round six two scores below a hundred, ninety six and eighty seven, and a shitload above a hundred, including a one ninety nine and then a one sixty one on the weekend. If you've got the money, bring him in. For those playing along at home, one ninety nine and one sixty odd are big numbers. Mm, big is good. Big, big is good. Big is quite good. Um, speaking of well. Speaking of the opposite of big numbers, um, the person I'm about to suggest scored zero this weekend and caused a lot of people a lot of grief. But Stephen Ganigliog will be named don't, this don't week. Don't do it to him. <laughs> Surely he's got a point to prove coming back. Surely he's going to get. He's got to get forty and kick three goals and inspire his side for a win. Surely, mate. Does he even get back into that side? I, Gee whiz, he's a spud. I mean, look, Tom Green was good, but like, uh, he's the captain. If you, I, I don't know. Maybe Tom Green has some serious, uh, some serious beast calculator numbers next to his name. Absolutely, I reckon if you started a midfield, getting tangent on here, I reckon if you started a midfield next year of Sarong, Raul, and Green, you could do far worse. Far, Chuck far in a worse. Walsh. Chuck in a Walsh. Why not? Yes. Yeah, speaking of Sam Walsh, let dog. Speaking of Sam Walsh, if you can get him in, should you get him in? We spoke about him a bit last week. Good at football. He's very good at football. Had a bit, a little bit of a down game, but guess what? The, he was the only bloody. He was the only player who showed up in the first half for the most part. Uh, he's played Brisbane once before, and he scored 141 points against them in his in his twelfth game. It's science. It's science. Just bring him in. Jared Lyons, another one. If you've got some cash to splash, five hundred and seventy-six thousand dollar dues in. Stuff all teams, averaging 115 for the year and nearly 130 over his last three. Pumped out 1-3-2 on the weekend. Has Carlton this week. Good player. Good player. Good player. Tom Rockcliffe, by the way, oh, you shut God. me down last week. Scored 142. I'll, sh- so I'll shut you down again. Float. I'll bloody shut you down again. Don't do it. Josh Dunkley we mentioned last week as well. Look, community... I mean, do we need to get super in depth with this patch? Pick good players. Pick good players. <laughs> I've suggested the YOLO players. That's all I've got. There we go. I mean, yeah. Look at your your matchups. Look at your cash leagues. Figure out who your opponent doesn't have. Exploit that. If you've got trades left, if you don't have trades left, I'm unsure why you've listened this far into this podcast. But hey, we're happy you're here. 
we're just glad that you're a part of it. Yeah, speaking of a part of it, we've had another old mate. Uh, I'm just getting a message through from another old mate. Surely you don't mean Wayno's. Surely you don't mean Wayno's sent something in. Hang on, let me just see. General, general mate, I'm uh, Jock Reynolds here, that old friend. I live in the bush these days, but I've just been delivered a telegram and I've heard the news that you're uh, going into the last round of winning bloody super coaching now. You may or may not know that I've taken to writing bush poetry and prose in my time away from the game, and I've penned this for you, son. To the great General Saunus, you fill me with pride to my corners, like a shearer of sheep who hath shorn us. I'm proud of you, General Saunus. I love you, mate. Love you all from Jock Reynolds. Was was that was was that Jock? <laughs> it was Jock, brother. Oh my word! Oh, hearing that voice again is giving me feelings, late dog. Feelings. Suddenly, uh, suddenly, twenty twenty is not so bad, mate. It's not so bad. Oh my! And I don't think there's anything we could ever say to approach the grace of those words the grace of that poet poetry poetry um my god what a human um wow i think we can leave it there community i think we can leave it there we'll wrap it up by saying you know we will you know if if general does get up we will hopefully have him on for a pod we'll be kicking around on the internets here and there uh but look after yourselves look after yourselves in the super coach sense bring in the good players bring in some yolo pods have some fun with it and look after yourselves in the real sense of there's still real life happening we love you all thank you all for listening everything to everything we've done this year from those of you that were back in j-roll to still here now for some reason you've, you've been blessed now with the payoff but Goodness gracious me, Lake Dog. Uh, what a season of Supercoach it's been. It's been a bloody amazing one. By the way, community, if you listen this up for, by the way, community, if you've listened this far, keep an eye on your podcast feeds over the next day or two. That's all I'll say. Just keep an eye. Have a look. Have a watch. Have a, have a gander. Mm. Mm. You're not gonna want to miss it. God I'm You've said I'm too sad much. and happy. You've said too much. It's uh, what a week. What a week. We're farewelling some legends, hearing from, from from some old ones, and it's it's emotional. It's an emotional time of year, Lake Dog. It's an emotional time of year, community. Yes, Lake Dog. I'm sure we'll touch base again. I, I don't know what the off season looks like yet at this stage. Maybe we'll do a, a grand final wrap. But in case I don't hear from you um, again anytime soon, Patch. You're a bloody beautiful human, and I've had a pleasure doing the podcast with you this year, as I have with all the lads, Damo, Baz, Daddy Matty, Foz Daddy, Kev. Everyone's been bloody great so far. Clarky, oh, Clarky. How did you, how did Clarky, you get Clarky, out Clarky, Clarky carried us through J-Rail. Tatooine correspondent, Clarky. It's been a wonderful year. Everyone who's commented on the site, I'm not going to go through names individually, but you're all wonderful humans. Lake Dog. None as wonderful as yourself, though, my sun and my stars. Well, I appreciate it, you beautiful bastard. 
Let's do this one last time for Cade Simpson and Gary Ablett community. I bloody love you. Go Blues.